Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host this evening. And uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about Super Rugby mainly. Uh, and also Eddie Jones has named his first Wallabies squad. So we'll have a uh, look at that um, as well. Uh, those are going to be the main um, topics for this evening. Don't forget, you can join us at 8pm every single Monday on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Also, um, you can go to such a New Zealand sport radio or at Driving Mall on Twitter, actually. Um, and uh, then you can also, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I've gone blank. Um, you can also catch us uh, as a podcast as well on all your favourite pod catchers. So um, do, uh, if you want to listen to the recording. So um, great for you to um, uh, all join us. Uh, and uh, so we'll have a quick look at some um, Eddie Jones's uh, selection first. Uh, I'll be listening to the Eddie um, podcast, which is basically um, a weekly podcast with uh, Eddie Jones, um, where he uh, sort of has a chat about, uh, well, he's having a chat about the Six Nations, then he's been talking about Super Rugby, and also the build-up to um, the Rugby World Cup as well. So um, that is worth a listen. Um, kind of interesting to see that he was saying, look, most squads nowadays um, are hitting towards that kind of 40 mark because of injuries and all of that kind of stuff. And he was going to try and keep it tighter to the 33 kind of level um, to say talking about um, how uh, to make the um, people actually earn uh, that uh, jersey more, that recognition more. Um, I'm sure there is an element of that. Um, but um, I think if we look at uh, the, the list of um, who he has um, um, brought up, I think there is also an element of uh, well, you know that there are various players in Japan, especially um, who will be adding their names um, to this list. Um, so, such uh, I mean, hence the uh, only picked two fly halves. Um, or I think we'll see Quade Cooper uh, getting involved with being given a sh given a shout um, ahead of the um, Rugby World Cup uh, in the centres there as well. You've got a couple of, of utility players in. Um, uh, um, in Hodge um, and Fluke, um, whereas I think it's a Karevi who will uh, also um, get um, um, part of that um, as well. Nocturnal Wright says, not sure if Eddie's squad will reflect his idea that possession rugby is dead. Um, well, we'll uh, have to, um, that's an interesting uh, concept. That's uh, the uh, one, when we look at the stats that I'll be showing um, for the uh, Super Rugby games, uh, I have been um, highlighting the, the team that um, kicks the most as green, um, as that is supposed to be apparently one of the best indicators um, as to a winning team. And, if you kick, and the kick, people who kick the least red. Um, so that would suggest, yeah, that possession rugby uh, isn't the way forward. But and then Ireland do play a very possession-orientated possession way um, as well. Um, the... Uh, uh, I'll try to just point out there are seven players joining by Zoom um, as well. Ah, okay, so I didn't realise that. Um, I missed I missed that point. But let's have a quick um, 
look at um, uh, some of the uh, some of the players in here. Uh, Sefo Robertson and Skloop um, are the loose heads and tight head. Alan Atoa and Pone, um, obviously um, Topu. Uh, Tom and Thor, I think we'll probably have back um, at some... Um, once, uh, once he is fit um, as well, you'd think he'd be in there. Pareki, Longerin and Ulisi um, are the hookers. Frost, Neville, Swain, Holloway and Hannigan in there. Um, really fun, uh, interesting to see how the um, rehabilitation of um, Ned Hannigan uh, after that kind of uh, lots of detrimental points about when he was being picked by Rennie um, as a six. Um, but um, yeah, interesting to see uh, him um, come back. Um, looking uh, into the back row, then Gleason, Hooper, McWright, Samu, Valentini, and Wilkin um, got some uh, another uncapped player uh, in there. Halfbacks White and Longren. Um, I think it's a bit harsh on um, the uh, kid or the player for, uh, from the Reds. I've gone blank as to his name, um, who I think is a. Uh, is a decent one, um, uh, McDermott. Um, fly half, Sonnelson and Carter, um, Carter Gordon. Carter Gordon having a um, cracking start with the um, uh, the Rebels. Um, and into the centres then, Iketau, um, Fichetti, Hodge and Fluke. And then the outsides backs, um, now Quintatasi, um, or Marky Mark, Pattaya, Kellaway, Wright, Jorgensen and Vunavalu. Um, it's interesting to get some Nelson Dale's uh, sort of comments there uh, that he put on, on Twitter um, that Vunivalu and Donaldson are lucky. Um, definitely think that um, uh, that uh, Vunivalu uh, particularly um, has been um, very lucky um, in this one. Um, and uh, on there. Um, so, yes, I do think that is, um, uh, yeah, I'm surprised to see Vunivalu in there, to be honest. Um Obviously, um, Karevi um, will be uh, one of those players who is on uh, who's on the old um, uh, Skype or Zoom call uh, for this one. And again, we'll probably come back in um, to the uh, squad um, when uh, um, it uh, actually comes to when the overseas players uh, get called in for the international windows um, as well. So, yeah, so interesting start there from and uh, gives us an idea as to how. Um, Eddie Jones is um, is thinking um, clearly uh, um, some some form players in there. Uh, Marky Mark, um, lovely score at the weekend against the Brumbies um, and has been has started the, the season um, very well. Some question marks still around his defence um, on that one, but we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Eddie goes with his selections. Does he select players what they can do, um, or does he? Uh, um, end up uh, leading out players for what uh, because um, the things they have to they they they, they think they need to work on. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he uses and uh, puts um, his uh, squad um, together on this one. Um, but I so, say so, yeah, good to see uh, get get an idea now. And I wish everyone, I wish all the um, when you're naming squads like this, to actually, they, they would please put them in rather than doing it in alphabetical order. How about, yeah, giving us indications to where they actually play um, makes it easier for um, people to um, uh, to be able to read um, that um, uh, to, to, to read these squads rather than just put it into um, alphabetical order um, for people. Um, yeah, Chris, this is an interesting selection. Yeah, interesting to see um, anyone who you think should have been in there um, who has missed out um, on this one. I say I like McDermott as a player. Um, and Oxford Wright says that says passing and kicking um, holds him back. Um, I find him an exciting player um, to, to watch. Um, Lolasio, obviously, um, perhaps a bit unlucky uh, in the... Um, the fly half um, place there. Um, I thought uh, it's uh, perhaps not sure he's been treated. Um, I've been given the opportunities properly uh, and handed the reins to the uh, that number 10 jersey. Um, I'm not sure that he's been given yet. Probably it was given good opportunities against France and then suddenly they decide he's not the person and he is the person. It's, uh, it's not like I say, there's a lot of things not been fair necessarily on him either, either pick and stick with him or, or don't. 
um, would have been my option. Obviously, with um, Eddie coming in, he's, he's going to start from fresh. He's not going to just pick, stick with necessarily with players who were there um, previously. Um, so that's the um, that's just a quick look at um, Eddie Jones's um, uh, this uh, Eddie Jones's first squad uh, for the um, Wallabies. Um, it's going to change. Um, I expect uh, this once he went through a lot of players when he was the England um, head coach. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised for some of those players who come in um, find that uh, they, they they don't fit um, for whatever reason. Uh, and then you never see them again. So, um, so yes, yeah, so it will be interesting to see uh, how many, uh, if, how much turnover there is from those sort of players um, heading into the next, um, uh, heading into the next sort of squad selection um, on uh, that that, uh, that kind of side of things. Um, let's say uh, get into. There are two pieces that we're going to have. Um, I want to have a chat about. I want to have a chat about the actual games themselves, and then also have a chat about um, Super Rugby. I mean, are we happy with uh, Super Rugby and uh, kind of where it's at at the moment? Um, we've uh, had we've, we've seen some some good crowds in the NRL um, for um, players like um, what I was thinking there uh, for. Um, for, the, for the crowds in the NRL, and a good start there with um, the, the the Warriors have had, and a, a stark contrast to the sort of crowds we're getting for minor Pacific games or any of the Super Rugby games in New Zealand, um, for that matter. Also, um, I've started putting together, um, as I said before, uh, these um, kind of multis because I just think um, that at the moment uh, the game's too predictable. Uh, as, as in, we know who's going to win. Um, and um, so last weekend, last week, um, I put to, uh, I did um, the uh, uh, this multi across four games, um, and as you can see, there's all the ticks, and the money came back well. I also um, backed um, the, uh, the the Chiefs and the uh, Fiji and Drua, and one of those bets as well. So all six games um, were pretty clear cut. I mean, if you look at these these odds. From last week, a dollar thirty. Um, Brumbies was what is the is the kind of this the most competitive game. All the other ones um, really are, are pretty one sided um, from the uh, TAB's point of view. Um, I've already done next um, week's game, next ne ne week next weekend's games um, as well, um, where there are only four games. I, I, you you despair of Super Rugby next weekend is Easter. Um, Easter weekend, uh, you're four. Uh, so you got the public holidays on Friday and Monday. Um, so you've got lots of people off work uh, with the potential of going to rugby games. Um, and so what do you do that weekend? You put on the fewest games of rugby possible when there are the most potential eyeballs to watch the game. It just beggars belief um, that um, uh, that we don't... Uh, that, that, as to how the game is run and marketed. Nocturnal writes, the games are good, but the engagement is woeful. And that's the point. <laughs> They're not marketing it well um, uh, at all uh, at the moment. I say, looking forward to next weekend, I mean, already perhaps a bit, a bit early to be throwing this one out there, but um, I say there are four games next weekend. The Crusaders um, versus Moana Pacifica. The Crusaders playing a dollar and a cent. Um, Brumbies versus uh, away to the Reds, a dollar fifty-seven. That's actually that's uh, the, 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 the again the Brumbies, um, the wildest, the the, the the least favorite team, and yet they are going well. Um, Hurricane Highlanders, Hurricanes, Hurricanes, dollar twenty-seven, and then Rebels, Blues, what dollar fourteen? These are the um, uh, these are. It's I've, I've thrown that four multi uh, that. Um, a multi on uh, potential return of, of um, four dollars fifty nine cents from a two dollar bet. Um, now look, I'm not clear. I'm not doing this to make any um, money um, by by any stretch of the It's purely from a, a matter of showing how predictable this is. And if my multis win every single weekend, that's a real problem. Um, as it's not, where's the jeopardy in all of this? If you know who's going to win um, beforehand. Um, 
Good point from Simon that the Crusaders minor Pacific game will be on free to air um, a prime on Friday night um, in New Zealand. So um, um, Sky seems to be starting uh, has started to, to try and do its bit by putting some games on free to air um, and make them more available um, for um, for this kind of thing. Chris Jose says, wouldn't this weekend have been good for a super round? All the teams in one stadium with a long weekend, festival atmosphere and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got the long weekend. Um, they wouldn't all have to be double headers. You could do it as um, a couple of single games as well. Uh, so um, Simon points out that also um, we're reducing the games um, for Easter and doing the same for Anzac round as well. Well, actually, the next three weekends are, uh, are all being reduced. Now, um, the uh, and again, that's it's because we're kind of middle of the competition, I think, and so hence that's where all the buys are rather than having the buys or having teams having buys at the beginning or, or buys in week one or buys in week 16. I get it, but you need, you need to be aware of your environment. You don't just go, um, the competition is existing in a vacuum, we'll design the ideal competition and, and ignore um, what people are up to. Um, so um, it's uh, yeah, and Dr. Wright's yeah, when Super Rugby is uh, treated as training for the national teams, meaning and spirit leaves. Um, uh, yeah, agreed that this is um, uh, there, there's, there's, there's not, that, that by doing this sort of stuff over public holiday weekends, you're making it more obvious that that's what this is about, that it isn't actually about the competition itself. The comp this is all about prep for what's happening in the second half of the year. So why should people pay that much attention to it if you're not going if you're um, on on that side of things? So, um, yes, uh, it's um, it's it's a it's a, it's a real problem. Um, so I used yeah, quality of competition has gone really bad, but it's going to take time to get back to competitiveness. Australia need to improve. Um, the um, Chris Rebos, yeah, I love Super Rugby. I love Super Rugby too, but I'm just finding it harder and harder to, to they're making it harder and harder for me to love it. Um, at the moment, um, which is the problem. Um, I think they've got just about, I think uh, they're, they're, I don't think they've got that, uh, uh, the, the format's okay now. Um, it's pretty understandable. Um, we're heading in the right sort of direction. Um, I probably would have gone for two, I think I've said, said, said before, I would have gone for two conferences, an Australia conference and a New Zealand conference and had a Super Bowl kind of final between the two of them. Um, but um, yeah, it is, um, uh, uh, the um, the but it, yeah, it, it, it does it does devalue itself, uh, which is uh, um, uh, un, un, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, so that's it's a problem that we have. I'm not sure what the solution is. I'm not sure that the uh, that um, the powers that be realise there's a problem. Um, in in all honesty, um, there's uh, there's no acknowledgement of there being a problem. Let's be honest; they think it's all great and fantastic. Um, and yet, uh, no one's turning up to the games. So, yeah, um, it's just, it's frustrating. Uh, interesting podcast from um, the Attacking Scrum looking at what's happening in Wales, where they've just had an EGM and changed their structure and uh, got themselves a, um, what was the, uh, um, uh, what, 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 what was the problem? Uh, what was the, uh, the, 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 um, the CEO and the, the board and stuff in Wales? And lots of talk in there about getting back to grassroots and building from the ground up. Um, you know, kind of wondered, is, is, is that what New Zealand needs to do to get the rugby clubs back um, being the centres of communities? Because I know my rugby club, unfortunately, uh, here in Waihee, uh, has, uh, is down to one team now. Um, for the past two years I've been here, we've had two teams. And then the B team um, has uh, enough players this year. Last year, it was, it was touch and go. So um, it's a bit worrying seeing that's the situation. I don't see... Um, anything from the um from the provincial unions as to uh, to, to sort of guidance as to what how, how clubs are supposed to grow um all this talk of money to grow grassroots and yeah i still don't know how many of that money is going to be, is being spent to try and increase participation i've not heard anything uh so far from from unions that's that, um or provincial unions now maybe i've missed it if you've seen it let me know please do um but um the uh i think so 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 it really is a bit of a, a bit of a problem there um because your basis um 
I read in Rugby Pass that New Zealand Rugby may allow Kiwi players to be eligible for the All Blacks playing anywhere in Super Rugby. Is that a solution? Um, I think that's, it's definitely something that should be should happen. Yes, I don't see why. Um, uh, it's um, why, as long as the players get released and available, um, and they're handled the same way in any of the teams, why, why should it be a problem? Um, as long as they're in the right competition, the but I'm uh, but so uh, yeah, I wouldn't bother reading Rugby Pass for you, Christopher. It'll be too much um, uh, clickbait for my for my liking um, over there on on that one. Um, the um, right, letting clubs die will uh, kill New Zealand rugby in the end. Um, yeah, I, there was again. I, I think it was second attacking scrum podcast about a number of years ago now. <laughs> Had an interview with a guy who wrote a book about. Um, uh, sort of uh, who follows sports and fans and that kind of stuff. And one of the things he said was that um, that uh, the um, was that basically forget football. Don't try and mirror football. Football is there's different to everybody else. Uh, every other sport. He said, look, people follow sports that they played that they understand that they've got a connection with. So the more people we get playing, the bigger your audience is watching the sport. Um, and that, I think, is what um, unions need to understand. If you want to have supporters for your professional teams, you need to get as many of them playing um, uh, rugby um, as children and uh, having it as they, that they have a connection with, that they understand. That's why rugby is a nightmare to try and understand. The laws um, are far, far too, um, too, uh, too, too, too complicated um, on that one um, there. Um, the uh, I, I I do think that um, all play yeah that uh, that the the Wallabies um, Fiji Samoa Tonga New Zealand um, All Blacks um, all the countries that are part of Super Rugby should allow their players to play any Super Rugby any Super Rugby team but they should all have the same contracts where they get released um, or they get the number of rest weekends um, that they would do if they were playing for their home teams um, and that way I think it wouldn't matter if a, if a player is playing for uh, the force, or is playing for uh, if an Australian is playing for for, Can- for, for for the Crusaders, or if the Kiwi is playing for the force, um, and I think that would be a, a better a better way of doing it. Maybe put some sort of salary cap, um, and uh, and and let people and let the players move around um, could be an interesting one way of um, of doing it. Um, uh, Simon Hughes, uh, interesting. Oh, that's no, um, that Australia rugby could do the same thing. Um, so Australia rugby, apparently, um, if you're a, a stand sports um, fan, you get uh, reduced tickets to four games. Um, that yeah, that'd be an interesting one for um, that. Uh, if you do, yeah, if you've got your Sky Pass or your Sky member, you've got your Sky thing, you can get reduced tickets to the games. Um, again, people want to watch games on TV that have crowds at them and atmosphere at them. Um, because it shows that people that that, that, that it's, it's, a, it's a game worth watching, um, so I actually think it's uh, it's better for Sky to have full full crowds, uh, full, full 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 grounds and fans at stadiums, um, uh, not trying to make them all watch on TV. Um, uh, the, um, the, the that oh um, apparently no they're not doing it. Perhaps, perhaps yeah perhaps it would be a good idea if you've got a, if you've got a stand. If you've got a Stan Sports or you've got a uh, Sky Sports um, uh, subscription, you get cheaper tickets to, or you get free tickets to some of the games. One of um apparently giving all the local clubs free tickets already. So uh, trying to get some, as many people to turn up um, as possible. Um, but anyway, that's that's a little rant there as to kind of um, Super Rugby is not in a great place. Um and I don't see the acknowledgement that about that, and, and they're actually trying and any opportunity to try and change that. Uh, that they, I think rugby's in a bad place in New Zealand as well, um, with with uh, uh, less clubs uh, or with clubs um, uh, uh, having less teams. Uh, and I think that's a problem as well. There's a real problem trying to get uh, that some um, junior sections. A lot of clubs are very strong and doing really well. And then they go off to high school or um, or college. Um, the point is getting them back again um, as well. And also, when your kids, when the when the kids go off to university, is there an effort to try and get them into local clubs at university or having a university club um, as well? So, um, 
But um, so, yes, um, the problem is rugby needs New Zealand. It's all built around the All Blacks. It's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Sure. Um, look, the All Blacks um, and the, the the strength of that brand has funded New Zealand rugby. I mean, it's not had the same issues as um, South Africa and uh, Australia have had um, around a lack of funding. But um, the over-concentration... I mean, one of the points that was made in the fucking Scrum podcast was that the professional and the amateur game have to both be treated equally um, and bring them up together. You can't have one without the other. Um, and that's what we're seeing in New Zealand. Is if you look at the board of New Zealand rugby, um, you've got a guy in charge of professional rugby, then you've got a guy in charge of um, the All Blacks, and you've got a, a financial guy on there. That's pretty much all the income is on the All Blacks. So, um, and then you've got one guy for community rugby. You look at it, hang on, there's one guy here um, to cover the women's game, the men's game. Um, and uh, and we've seen that uh, um, Super Rugby Alpaki, the guy who comes out and talks about that, is the guy who's head of community rugby, um, not the guy who's head of professional rugby. Um, and you end up with this kind of crowd where you, where you see it's all, the All Blacks is what's important because they get like three or four votes to one vote for everything else um, on that board. So um, you can see where New Zealand rugby's uh, priorities. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Thinking um, is just by looking at their board. Anyway, let's get into the games from, um, from last weekend um, and try and talk about something a bit more fun and uh, positive from, uh, from that we kicked off the weekend with Monopsica versus the Highlanders, um, 17 to 45 um, there. I remember watching this one and uh, thinking, yeah, if you don't have a scrum, you don't win. And that would seem to be part of the Monopsica problem, particularly in the second half. Look, I mean, at half time, this um, game was still close, wasn't it? Um, with the score being 17 to 19. Um, but uh, it really blew out in that second half as the uh, Highlanders took. Um, control uh, of, um, uh, of 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 that one um, and uh, yeah ran away with it in that second half scoring um, all the points uh, and then also we had the yellow card um, for Tota Van Arwe, um as well with that um, with that high shot so um, some uh, real good play from um, the, uh, the the Lucys of the um, Highlanders I thought uh, in this one um, and uh, the um, and uh, yeah, they took the uh, took the spoils and the Highlanders sort of starting to have really turned things around after what was a really really poor start uh, to the um, season for them. Uh, looking like they're going to make the top eight and uh, get themselves into the um, the playoffs or the finals at least. Um, I don't think we, there was ever any real doubt about that. But uh, the way they started, there was a little bit. Um, let's be. Um, with, uh, with all those losses. But uh, good win for them. Nice strong win. Um, and uh, also you've left coming on and getting some good getting some, getting some game time um, and showing he can play as well. Look, he's still coming back from, uh, or still getting himself. It took um, Dave McKenzie a year or a season after his injury to get back to his best. Um, and I think you'll probably see the same sort of thing from uh, Fakatawa, um as well um, in there. Um, next up, the Reds versus the Crusaders. And, I blow, and to be honest, this was closer um, than uh, I was expecting um, for um, uh, for for this one. Twenty-five uh, twelve. I thought it would blow out to be more than that. Look, you're only kicking twenty-five percent. Um, yeah, that's not going to help you against the uh, cru against the Crusaders. And that first kick 
um, by I was at the inside centre. Um, and he shanked that. It's one of the worst kicks of goal I have seen in a uh, very, um, a very long time. Um, the uh, but hey, um, they were never really in this one. Uh, the Crusaders, whole bunch of injury issues, particularly around lock. Hence, um, um, uh, Scott Barrett uh, didn't get his rest weekend that he should have done for the All Blacks and um, was allowed off that one. Um, there and uh, look at their line out figures seven from 11. They lost four line outs in there, um, which is appalling for the um, the Crusaders. Um, fantastic lot from the Reds. Look, 16 from 17, only missed one. Um, now, sure, Fiji and Drew got seven from seven, but I thought I've, I've green highlighted um, the Reds anyway with that one because I think as a still a for that many line outs, only lose one was um, was very good. The Crusaders, only two line breaks, so the fewest in the entire week um, from them, uh, for, which is a bit of a, well, definitely a surprise, um, I think, there. So some of these stats would suggest that the Reds should have been better. But look, um, the uh, Crusaders looked uh, con controlled where the, uh, the the game was going to be played um, and um, uh, took this one out Um 19 missed tackles by the Reds. Look, when we're going to talk about some of the others, I mean, Highlanders missed 34 tackles um, against Moana Pacifica. I mean, cheese. Um, Levi Amua probably accounted for 20 of those. Um, but um, the um, but still, you, you, you've you've got to have your defence on its best best day against the Crusaders. Otherwise, they will come away with um, with points. Um, they, and they have lost Severin Reese for the year. He's not going through the World Cup, unfortunately for him. Um, so, uh, yeah, injuries starting to play an effect on um, a lot of teams um, already, Highlanders and um, Crusaders. As you say, Nocturne Wright's bigger fish for them to fry later. They got the job done um, and they'll be happy with that. Next up, um, the Fiji and Drua against the Rebels. Um, boy, game of two halves. Um, this one, um, the uh, Fiji and Drua ran out to a massive lead. Um, at uh, 19 nil after 19 minutes, um, and they were still scoring um, at a point a minute to 33-7 after 33 minutes. But that was also the um, the half time score. Um, in the second half, um, the um, Rebels came back, winning the second half five to 21. Um, but uh, it was too little, too late, as the uh, Fijian Drua uh, ran away with that one at some. Um, and uh, interested that they're not playing all of their games in the same stadium in Fiji. They're taking it around Fiji, um, which is great to see engaging all of those fans. Perfect line out from the uh, Drua. Um, and 12 line breaks, the most of any team as they ran rampant in that first half in particular. Look, they could have had some more points. Six, seven percent kicking isn't great. Um, the Rebels home percent kicking, they, got, they, they, they took all of the points on offer um, and still came up 10 points short. Um, not much kicking by the Rebels, but look, when you're chasing the game, you can't kick. And by getting those early points on the board, um, the Drua made the Rebels play in a style that they wanted, that uh, that, the, that, that suited um, the Fijian Drua. Uh, turnovers conceded 20 by the Rebels, obviously playing ball in hand in the wrong part of the pitch. Um, and then missed tackles, 38. Ouch. Um, look, they had a lot of, and, and they only had to make, they only made 64 tackles. So they missed for every two tackles they made, they missed one, um, which is absolutely appalling. Yes, they had lots of possession, um, and they only gave away three penalties in this game. So a lot of good stuff by the Rebels from that point of view. Um, but um, still, um, could not. Uh, uh, it was it was way too much for them to come um, back um, in this one. Uh, move all the games to Fiji um, to get some engagement. Um, hey, um, I've been thinking you should do. You should, I mean. Uh, taking games there and then uh, putting on flights for fans, I mean, especially over a public holiday weekend, right? Make it into, do holiday packages, go over there, get people to get some um, end of um, summer sun. And that's why we had bugger all sun here in in, uh, in New Zealand. Um, and uh, um, perhaps have some others in New Caledonia and other places as well. I mean, there's, there's, there's um, a whole bunch of places you could do um, and, and make it a weekend of things there. So, yeah, a lot of things good by the Rebels, but um, boy, oh boy, missing 38 tackles um, and being um, that many points behind, it was all over. Um, let's um, uh, let, let, let's be honest about um, that one. Look, good for them to keep their head, 
they kept playing. They got three three converted tries in that second half um, and won the second half. That's something they can take away from this game. Um, but uh, clearly uh, did not um, get anything from a points point of view out of it. Chiefs Blues. Oh, dear. As you probably know, um, a lot of the people that um, I chat about rugby with are based in Auckland and are kind of and are Blues fans. Boy, oh boy, they are not happy at the moment um, with the Blues. I used to be a Blues um, season ticket holder um, as well. Um, the um, Perhaps I'm a bit, uh, I'm not as despondent about it as they are. Um, I, look, the Blues should have won this game. Odin Barrett puts that ball down and scores the try. They win this game. Um, if he doesn't actually, if he can actually hit the side of a barn door with his kicking, they win this game. Um, they should have beaten the Crusaders um, as well. Um, the game against was, I think it was, the, was it the Brumbies they lost to as well earlier in the season. Um, let me check that and make sure I try and, try and get my facts right. Um, again, was down to. Um, um, was 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 poor game management, twenty to twenty five in that super round. Um, they look they're doing a lot of things right um, now. All their losses have been against top three teams um, or against um, uh, well, actually Crusaders probably not a top three, eight, um, not a top three team, but yeah, they've lost a lot. The Chiefs, Brumbies, Crusaders, they're all top four teams. They're all finalist teams. Um, teams going to be in that semi finals conversation um, that um, they're going to have to beat later. The good thing is. All three teams that they've lost to, they should have won those games, or could, should or could have won those games. Um, the, the Crusaders and Chiefs, they should have won. Um, so I don't think it's as bad as um, as, as, as all that. Now, fine. <laughs> the problem is your key player <laughs> is the problem. Uh, is that game manager? Is that Bowden Barrett? Um, so whereas you, Damon McKenzie, he smacked every single one of those kicks, even one from his own half. Um, so one of these ones where um, the Chiefs, I think it's probably two weekends in a row now where they've not played as well as they probably wanted to, but they've got the win and they're still unbeaten. Or they, or they still won every single game um, at some. Um, and they're at um, the, uh, the, 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 the top there. Um, so it's all going well from that point of uh, point of view. But I say um, only one offload in this one, three line breaks, not very good, but only eight turnovers. Um, 18 missed tackles, which is very, which is which is, is is good. But you've made 170. The Blues really did have a lot of ball in this one. It made the Chiefs do a lot of work. Only 18 missed tackles, um, whereas the uh, Blues made 11 missed 11 tackles, the lowest of the weekend. But they only had to make 74. They had 100 less than the, um, or nearly 100 less than the Chiefs, um, but um, only missed seven less. So, look. The Chiefs didn't turn over the ball. They didn't miss tackles. Um, had a, uh, put in a big shift of work. And I say this Chiefs run has been about their defence, not about their attack. Yes, they've been scoring points, but and um, Nawaya, um had a great game. Now you can understand why the Blues let him go. They've got Talia, pardon me, and they've also got Clark as well. But he never really got an opportunity up with the Blues. Um, good to see him getting opportunity now with um, the uh, the Chiefs as they rotate um, their resources. Um, the so yeah, so, so the Chiefs have got to buy this weekend. They'll be happy with that because look, the last two weeks they've not looked their best. They have rested um, some of um, their, uh, their their of of their players um, over the last weekend. Not too right. Chiefs' best attack seems to happen when Joshua is in the field. Uh, yeah, he's a cracking player as well, isn't he? Um, and to have him and Bode, uh, him and um, Dmac, um, you've uh, got two people you've got to try and cover. Two playmakers uh, makes it very difficult. You don't know which way the uh, the, the play is going to go defensively. Uh, asking a lot more questions. Um, I say the Blues not as far away from it as as um, as, as all that. Uh, yeah, only missed eleven tackles this weekend. And if Bonebrack put that ball down, if he kicked the balls over, they win that game. They should have won that game. Next up, Brumbies versus the Waratahs. Um, again, a game that Eddie Jones said was going to be a um, actually a selection decider, um, and um, on his uh, podcast show, um, and again he reckoned it was going to be close. He says the Waratahs are not that far away, uh, and I was like, "What are you on?" Um, but look, they're within four points in this game, so maybe they're not that far away. 
Penalties, 16. The worst in the round <laughs> against the Brumbies. A team, really, you don't want to do it against. But uh, funny enough, the Brumbies didn't score a, um, a line-out mall uh, in all of this, which is just uh, amazing when you think they had um, uh, 16 penalties uh, and sort of opportunities to perhaps put themselves down in that corner and just didn't uh, did, did, didn't come out with them. Um, so, yeah, interesting one that uh, funny, funny one there that the Brumbies finding a way to win without their most lethal weapon working um, for them uh, here in um, this one. Um, the um, looks right. So yes, yes. Waratahs played really well, um, but discipline weakness. Yeah, sixteen penalties. You can't do that against a team. Um, especially like the Brumbies, who love to have a set piece. Now, 15 from 18, perhaps not as strong a set piece as normal. Um, to lose three of uh, the lineups, lose a couple of scrums as well. Um, the Waratahs turning over the ball 16 times. Ouch! Turning over 16 times and 16 penalties. Um, that's a hard day at the office. And, and to be still be close um, shows that they did actually do a, a lot of... Um, Good things there. Uh, Jorgensen and Tool, really exciting backs. Yep, Tool is um, the pace on him. Wow. Um, clearly needs a bit more time in 15s, but um, boy, oh boy. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he is a, a, a um, an exciting prospect. Uh, can he do what Colin Isles couldn't? Um, I guess is, uh, is going to be the question mark there. So the Brumbies roll on. They're only lost so far. Um, that game against um, the uh, Crusaders, where they sent a weakened team. Eddie Jones did say, "Look, there was an agreement, a bit like over here in New Zealand, around west, around around westing, around around resting um, their wallabies, uh, and so um, and that's when they chose um, to um, rest their players um, in for 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 that one. Um, but um, yeah, cracking start for the Brumbies. I say only that one loss um, so far um, for them um, sitting." Nicely uh, towards the top of the table on 21 points. A couple of um, a five wins, just like the Hurricanes, um, who are um, in second place, but two less bonus points so far. So of those top teams, um, they had the lowest points difference, but who cares? It's about getting your wins. They're on 29 points, um, where you the Chiefs 101, Hurricanes 113, Crusaders 52, Blues 41. Um, and that's it's those five teams at the top there that you've got to, that you've got to say, are the ones that are going to be fighting it out. Um, um, so, yeah, so Brumbies with the lowest points difference, but I say only that one loss so far, whereas the Brum Blues, three losses so far with three wins, um, giving an idea as to uh, the balance of that. Um, and then it's a big, it's not a big draw, it's only two points back to the Highlanders uh, and the Fiji and Drew and Reds. But from a quality point of view, yeah, there feels like there's a, there's, a, there's a line you draw there between fifth and sixth place. Uh, you've got those, those top five who are going to be the top five come the end of the competition. And you've got, play, you've got the teams below them who are fighting it out um, for all of those places. Um, final game of the weekend, um, Hurricanes versus the Force, 45 to 42. I looked at that score and went, wow, <laughs> the Force kept in this one. Um, and then you look at some of the stats and go, whoa, 184 tackles, 16 penalties. Boy, you Force, you didn't help yourself, did you? Um, a lot of work there. Missed 32 tackles, not quite as many as Rebels, but still a stack load of tackles you have missed, um, having to do a big workload on 184 um, tackles there, the most of any team this weekend. Um, look, a perfect kicking performance, didn't leave any points out there, but you've got to remember um, that we had a score with like two minutes to go and then one after the buzzer as well. So there were three scores down um, going into the end of the game. The Hurricanes were comfortable winners even if it only looks like a three-point scoreline um, on this one. So um, whilst, it, say, whilst it looks like um, a close game on the scoreline, it wasn't um, in reality. Perfect scrum from the from the um, Hurricanes. I'll be happy with that. Um, only 14 kicks. I played a lot of possession rugby. Um, someone earlier said that uh, Eddie Jones doesn't think that's alive anymore. Um, in there... Um, so um, great, so uh, yeah, good, comfortable win for the um, the Hurricanes um, in this one in the end. But great for the Force. They played right to the end, got themselves a losing bonus point, which I think a lot of us wouldn't weren't expecting them to get. Um, so good on them. Um, 
and uh, good spirit shown by a couple of teams there. Rebels, say, coming back from um, playing a, a second half when the game was well lost. The Force um, finding back to get a losing bonus point when the game was well lost. So uh, some some good character shown by um, those those teams um, over from um, Australia uh, with those those two games um, in particular. Um, I've had a couple of uh, totals in here. One that um, is interesting, I think, missed tackles. 268 for the week is the fewest number of missed tackles we have had for a week, for a round of games so far. Um, so it looks like defences have improved from week one. We had 328, so 324. Um, we've, uh, we're down by about 60, uh, 50 to 60 uh, missed tackles. Um, so nearly 10 tackles or eight or so tackles per game um, is uh, has been lost, uh, has been reduced from the opening weekend as, as defensive systems start to improve, as players um, start to to uh, to um, to improve there. Looking across the other ones, the title up there, like points, kicks, um, offloads, line breaks, uh, turnovers conceded, tackles, penalties, um, I've not seen a particular um, trend. 125 penalties this weekend, exactly the same as um, last weekend. I did think we were going to see less kick, uh, that the kicks was going to be significantly down because 29 um, kicks with the Crusaders are the most this weekend. Kicks from hand in play uh, is actually, that's the first time it's been below 30. Um, and 14 um, from both Rebels and Hurricanes um, is again the kind of the same level as last weekend and is the fewest um, across um, any of the weeks. Is 14 is low, the fewest number of kicks any team has made. And yet, with 249 kicks, it's still about the same. It's actually two more than last weekend. And uh, it's kind of about the same sort of number of kicks as we've had for a few weekends now. Not as high as round two, round three, sorry, with 300 odd kicks and round two with uh, 311 kicks. Um, but um, but still, it hasn't dropped. It hasn't, isn't, isn't a constant drop. And it looks like that's the, the kind of the level, perhaps about 50 kicks less per round than, that, than, than those than rounds two and three um, in there. Um, Alternate rights, uh, more people got two top tackle busters in the comp, but they can't score. In, they can't score enough of them. Um, look, at the end of the day, if you've, if it's down to two players, you can just you just um, and you know it's going to come through two players, then you just triple team them or quadruple team them. Sure, you get they're going to get front football, um, but that player's then out of the next play, um, and they those guys can only carry it so many times and can only bust so many tackles before their bodies give up. So. Um, it's not about having a, a top ball bust, a top um, tackle buster. It's about your structures and creating space. Um, rugby is an evasion game. It's not a collision game. It's about finding space on the pitch. It's not about smacking into people. I know that's what a lot of people think it is about, but the the, the teams that do well are the ones that find space and put players into space. They take contact. They do the physicality to create that space elsewhere. It's not. The, the physicality isn't the purpose in itself um, on that one. I'm getting a sore throat. I've been talking continuously now for 45 minutes. <laughs> Thank you, everybody um, who has joined me. Um, I'll be back next Monday going through all the Super Rugby games um, again. Only four games this coming weekend, folks, um, on um, that one. Um, so, um, as I said, um, I've showed you, I showed you my uh, predictions um, earlier. Um, but uh, again, we've got um, the Crusaders versus Mono Pacifica. That's a Crusaders win. And at the TAB, they're a dollar, dollar and a cent. There's no point putting money on there. That's no return. Brumby, Reds versus the Brumbies, um, $1.57 for the Brumbies. So that's, um, according to the uh, TAB, that's the most competitive game of the weekend to uh, to watch. Um, still, uh, the Brumbies, look, the only game they've lost has been against the, the Crusaders, where they rested players in Christchurch. Um, uh, I can't see the Brumbies losing that one. Whereas the Reds, um, look, they lost to the Crusaders last weekend at home. Before that, they lost to the Rebels. Um, then uh, they they only just beat the Fijian Drua at home. And we know that Drua don't travel very well. Um, the, um, the, uh, they lost the, they've already lost the Brumbies 23-17 down in Canberra. Um the, uh, they did beat the force in that in that super round, um, but um, 
they also lost to the Hurricanes. So that only win so far has been that has been a force away, um, and uh, the um, so look, I can't see, I can't see the uh, how the um, I, can't, I can't see the Reds beating the Brumbies. Um, Highlanders versus Hurricanes. Look, Highlanders have been much better. Uh, let's be honest; they started out really poorly, um, but look, they've beaten. Um, Moana comfortably last week, uh, last weekend. They got a big win over the Fiji and drew a 57 to 24 as well. So they got back to back. Um, and before that, um, beat the force 43 to 35 at home. Now, are those teams the Hurricanes? No, they're not. Um, but look, they've got some confidence coming to this one after losing their opening three games, um, where what the Chiefs beat them 28 7. Um, only seven, only got one try there. Um, they lost to the Crusaders 52-15. Um, and also the opening round lost to the Blues 20-60. to So three top three top three teams, um, all, all top teams there. The Hurricanes are in that kind of crowd. Um, so um, look, the Hurricanes, $1.27. Um, uh, again, comfortable win for them. Finally, Rebels versus the Blues. I've been impressed with Rebels this week, this, this season. But look, up against the Blues, um, again, it's a top five versus the rest, uh, and the rebels are um, unfortunately going to over. Yeah, are going to have a, a, a tough week um, in in um, in Melbourne. Um, again, dollar fourteen for the Blues. Uh, look, that's got very comfortable win for the Blues written all over it. Um, if whoever's at ten can actually control the game, Bowden Barrett is he going to be there or will he um, be rested for this one? Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, about that, but clearly, whether it's Bowden, whether it's Perifetta, whether it's um, Plummer, uh, yeah, game management is the problem for the Blues. Right, see you all next week, uh, Monday, 8 pm on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, um, or listen to the podcast. Thank you everyone for joining me. Don't forget you can support the show, patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio. Um, the link is scrolling across the bottom of the screen, it has been all show, um, and help us out um, with our tech and other costs that we need to make all this streaming available for you. Um, thank you so much. Don't forget, Wednesday night is for is um, going to be a Warriors celebration um, as we have our NRL show um, by Brad and Richie, um, who will bring you the standoff. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 